So, what's up, guys? Tuesday. Hope you're having an awesome day. We're back for another episode of the lineup. But before we say anything, we wanted to let you guys know that the episodes will now be airing on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays only instead of every day. And they're going to be around 8.30 or 9. So, stay tuned around that time. But today, we have another special guest, <laughs> Lil Dill from the 717, otherwise known as Dylan Snyder. Say what's Woo! up. Say what's up, bud. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here, guys. So... He loves Coke, so if you hear a couple cro- uh, Cokes cracking in the background, you know it's him. You know how to get a cold one, how to get amped for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be interviewing him about himself, learning more about his life. But first, we're going to go over all the news that's happened in sports. So started off, Giants signed running back Deion Lewis to a one-year deal. This is my team, the Giants, obviously. And I think he'll be a decent backup running back to help mentor Saquon. Uh, so I really like this move. And secondly, Rams revealed their new logo. That thing is so ugly. I do not know why they chose to go with that one. But anyways. Um, the Patriots cut Steven Gaskowski. He was a three-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. But he's 36 years old, only played four games last season, and uh, had an 87.5 field goal percentage. And the 2021 number one QB, Caleb Williams, just named his top five schools, which are LSU, Clemson, Penn State, Maryland, and Oklahoma. Personally, I hope he goes to Penn State because that's my team. And um, But, yeah, that'd be great for Penn State. And Kyrie Irving helping COVID-19 efforts. He donated $323,000 to feed Feeding America and helping distribute 250,000 meals in the New York area. Kyrie's a great guy for this, and he's always helping out the community. Um, the Redskins traded for Kyle Allen today. They sent the QB to Washington for a fifth-round pick. Uh, last year, um, Kyle Allen was 5-for-7 as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. And um, this is a good move, in my opinion, because the Panthers picked up Teddy Bridgewater. So they don't really use as a backup now. Um. Tokyo Olympics just got postponed due to the coronavirus. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone saw this coming, just a precaution. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oregon star Sabrina Ionescu unanimously wins the Women's Player of the Year. This is only the second time someone has won, won the award unanimously. So this is a pretty big one right here. XFL star P.J. Walker signs with the Panthers. So obviously that probably took part in the Kyle Allen trade with him signing, uh, but he led the XFL with 1,338 passing yards and 15 touchdowns while leading his team to an amazing 5-0 and start before the season being canceled. So he could be a good backup quarterback for the Panthers. And then, for some reason, Cowboys All-Pro center Travis Frederick retired at age 29 yesterday. That was just out of the blue. <clears throat> Brady. <clears throat> Uh, Dayton's Abu Toppin is the AP Player of the Year, and his coach Anthony Grant earned Coach of the Year. Toppin averaged 20 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, 2.2 assists, while shooting 63.3% from the field and leading his team to a 29-2 and record before the season was canceled due to the virus outbreak. So, um, Greg Popovich is remaining committed to the Team USA basketball team. 
Um, the Giants re-signed former first-round pick Corey Clement or Coleman. Sorry, excuse me, to a one-year deal. This is a decent move by the Giants because you never know if he could have a breakout season and help the Giants win some more games because they really need it. And it's just another solid receiver for Daniel Jones to throw too. Uh, the Panthers cut Cam Newton today. Um, I'm not too sure why they do this. They were seeking trades. I, I feel like they could have at least got something out of him. Uh, um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, he was. He everyone knew he was going to be out of there. <laughs> so um, Robbie Anderson today signed with the Panthers for two years, twenty million. Uh, that could really help the Panthers out, in my opinion. With McCaffrey, it'll just open up the run game. And uh, Mets pitcher, this also happened today. Mets pitcher Noah Syndergaard has a torn ligament in his right elbow and is expected to go undergo uh, Tommy John surgery and isn't expected to come back until April 2021. Um, Trevor Lawrence and his girlfriend set up a GoFundMe to help COVID-19 and um, – the NCAA shut it down after raising almost $3,000. So, it's pretty sad to hear, but former Texas A&M Aggie David Edwards has died, has died of the coronavirus. Um, rest in peace to him. This is just sad to hear, in my opinion. So, let's just get straight into this interview with Lil Dill. <laughs> get to know let's run it. About him. Let's run it. Let's go, baby. Let's get this. So, first question you got for you, Dylan. Obviously, you make music on SoundCloud and other platforms. Who are some of your biggest music influencers? That's a great question. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. I, I'd like to say that you see the Justin Timberlake when I was younger. Like, he's the first person that I started to listen to. I was in, like, kindergarten, like, singing Sexy Bad. Yeah, so, like, I those... remember back in the old days, you used to sing all those songs. Yeah, I was singing about the ladies, you know, <laughs> and whatnot. But then later in my life, it's, of course, the man Lil Wayne. That's how I got my rap name, Lodell. I mean... Besides being short and my name being Dylan, but that's another influence is uh, Lil Wayne. So yeah, you talk about Lil Wayne a lot, so kind of figure. Absolutely, that's my man. Yeah. So uh, you have a series on your friend's YouTube channel called Coke Talk. Obviously, that's it's it's pretty big, I'd say. How did you come up with that? It's funny you ask. I was actually just sitting in a sizzling show with Travis Games, and tra- it's Travis Games' account, and he uh, runs everything, edits everything, and we were sitting there. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, we would just mess around? I just started talking about Coke because I drink a Coke a day. It Like, they used to call me the Coke boy. It's, like, what I'm known for. I was like, might as well make a YouTube video. Like, we ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah. So we made a video. People thought it was funny. And, you know, one thing led to another. We started making more episodes. Yeah, so I like that series a lot. It's, it's pretty funny. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right. This is for you, my boy, Dylan. What are your, so, what are your thoughts on Coke? <laughs> Man, yo, it, it's what keeps me alive, man. It keeps me going. It keeps me ready. I think everybody should drink it. If you don't drink it, you're missing out. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, there's something cool about sipping that Coke. You just feel good in your body. Like, it goes through my veins, man. It's just everywhere. Yeah, I've had, a couple, I've, I've had a couple Cokes in my day, and I'd say they're pretty good. Yeah, hey, hey. You got good taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So, you say this a lot, and I'm sure you're a ladies' man. Like, you just got, you just got the swagger. So, uh, do pretty women actually like Coke? Like, is, is Coke your secret? I'll tell you what, man. This is a podcast that really respects the hell out of women. Oh, for sure, so for sure. With that, with that being said, I absolutely know that pretty women love Coke. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, for sure. 
I have a lot of women that have Snapchat me pictures of them holding coats. All beautiful women. Of oh, course, really? You know, I always have to throw them on the story, let people know Pretty Women Love Coke. I made a song called it. It's like a known fact. Like, if you walk down the street, you see an attractive woman, she's going to have a can of Coke. <laughs> you don't see no good-looking women having no Pepsi, man. Like, it's just, it's known, man. Only ugly women like Pepsi and it's stains. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember. I remember one time. This is a little quick story for the for the folks listening. For one time, my boy Lil Dev rolls up the three B. He buys the lady a Coke. Oh, respect, what a nice! Guy. I, res- I respect the hell out of that. That's what's up. Absolutely. Turn the wiper. How to put on it? Give me a good smile on my face, seeing uh, the good man working at three B. Let, let 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 turning her smile around, turning her life around. Have to man, her change day. her life. She told me that uh, she could never drink a different drink. Ever again. Yeah, you should change your life forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely did. So, my boy, you playing a video game? Like, what's your favorite video game out there? Let's hear it. Oh, man, I'll be busting people in 2K, <laughs> man, straight up. It's it's a no-holds-ball. You can ask Nikki's brother. You can ask anybody. I'll be killing people in the game. <laughs> when I hold that controller in my hand, it's an automatic 21. It's like, bang, they just get hit up with it. It's done. Too crazy. I'm too crazy with it. <laughs> Um, so, th- th- this is a little bit controversial. What are your thoughts on Pepsi fans? Man, the just like questions get me heated. I might break a sweat. <laughs> so, so, basically, first off, I don't even know why you would have taste buds if you're going to drink Pepsi. Like, you might as well just cut your tongue. It's a waste, it's a waste of taste buds. It's, it's a waste of a canned beverage. It's a waste of plastic. It's a waste of everything. I'll tell you what, Coca-Cola was made before Pepsi. Pepsi was like, let's try to make a better drink, but they failed horribly. Horribly. You can't beat the original, man. You just can't beat the OG. <laughs> but for the people, for the people that drink Pepsi. Respect your elders. Yeah, absolutely. I, I not only question what they're thinking about. And, hey, that's on you if you drink Pepsi. Once I'm not friends if nobody drinks Pepsi. First off, let me just make that known. If I see you for Pepsi hand, I'm kicking it out of your hand right away. I'm kicking it out of your hand. <laughs> I mean, and they know, they understand, like, I'm doing them a favor. Like, there's no reason for them to be drinking that poison. Mm -hmm. So, um, growing up, did you play any sports? Yeah, I was a uh, pretty good track athlete, you know, in middle school. Probably was my prime athletic career was, you know, seventh, eighth grade. And uh, then I became a uh, CYO legend. Oh, yeah. At Holy Name, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All that came to an end on um, my senior year when I threw my jersey on the coach. You know, you just was disrespecting my talents, so I had to leave the game mid-game on my birthday. And uh, as of right now, I'm a uh, two-time MVP intramural basketball player at St. Joseph's University. <laughs> that hawk don't die. And uh, I was pretty unanimous. I only had two votes. Two of them were myself. <laughs> so I'd, I'd say that people really wanted me to win the MVP candidacy so yeah i i witnessed the uh, jersey throw on your birthday and i got yeah. a pretty good laugh of that not gonna lie <laughs> i'd like to say i was doing it for the boys <laughs> so who influenced you to play basketball it's gotta be my man lebron james the goat the goat absolutely i remember just watching him when he was on Cavs the first time i'm like this man this legend is too good so I walked out, uh, grabbed myself a basketball, missed a bunch of layups, and I thought I'd never be as good as him. And that's how it all started my career. Started off with failure. So he's your so LeBron James is your favorite basketball player of all time. 
Without that a doubt. Is- I have other fans. I, I like other players, but he's, he's number, number one. one. I respect yeah, it. I respect you. He is the go. Yeah. I respect it, too. Yeah. But, too good. So, obviously, you make music, like I said. Do you plan on making any more music soon? Like, maybe dropping an album? Uh, yeah, actually. I'm I'm doing something a little bit out of the ordinary. As some of the viewers know, if you don't know, I've been rapping with Della B, who's a Philly uh, native rapper. Also, more specifically, in Delco. Not really Philly. Like, right outside of Philly is, like, Delaware County. And, uh... I'm actually making an EP with Luke DHA, a graduate from CD, Central Dolphin. Oh, really? And it's it's a little more alternative. It's completely different than anything I've ever done. I want to get out of my comfort zone, so that'll be dropping eventually. And, yeah, I'm excited for people to hear it. Yeah, nice. So when's the next Coke Talk coming out? So a lot of people ask. A lot of people ask. Once I get out of quarantine, I'm going to be pushing that content as long as I'm home. Because in the summer, oh, I'm making a comeback. I was gone for a little bit, but I'm back now. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I got to make a statement. I got a lot can't of wait. I'm excited for that. Can't wait for that next Coke talk. So, um, oh, yeah. do you have any tips or tricks for any young and up-and-coming artists? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd say the main one is stay true to yourself and not try to be someone – that might be too. Stay true to yourself and not to be someone that you're not because people really like authenticity. I feel like that's – some of the reason why people appreciated me, like I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not, like I'm well aware that I'm goofy. I'm well aware that like, you know, I'm short, funny, odd. Like it's just like kind of the things that I played in my strong suits. Like if you're not like a gangbanger, if you're not like this this thug, if you're not this gangster, like, you know, don't portray yourself as such because people will see right through that and take all the risks you can yeah. and just keep pushing out. Like take all the chances, promote promote as much as you can perform wherever you can and just gain your fan bases keep it going keep it pushing don't get discouraged because a lot of my songs have flopped some of my songs have been good but it just makes the ones that are good much more sweeter yeah um that could um that could compare to us too if one of our podcast flops we just can't stop we just got to keep making them yeah absolutely you like and one of my uh coke talks didn't do the best but I didn't get, I didn't like get that down. But when you get a taste of what it feels like to be like at the top, like the first one had um, almost 2000 views and I was like, wow, like this is crazy. And then you just kind of see like a decline and up the declines always feel bad. And you always think to yourself, have I lost it? But you just got to remember, you still got the juice. You just got to find the sauce. (laughs) So, um, and just remember that at this podcast, man, y'all got the juice. No. That's sauce. You gotta find. Yeah, we gotta the, find the sauce for sure, for sure. We are at the bomb. There's nowhere else to go but up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you plan on collaborating with anyone in the future? Oh, I'd love to. Um. Well, I'm collaborating with Luke, and in YouTube videos, I'm always down to collab with people. I mean, Travis and I have always talked about having people on. Um. The only problem with collaborations is, especially the Coke talks. Now, music, I'm always up for whoever, because. Everybody has different fan bases. If I can break into that, that'd be perfect. But for Coke Talk, a lot of the times, like, I'm a dedicated Coke lover, as some of the people may know. And if you can't compete with Lil Dill's Cokeism, like, you're just going to stand out in the background in these Coke Talks. Yeah. Because I'm going to keep it rolling and I'm going to keep it drinking. And if you can't pour it all over yourself and roll in a pool of Coke and stay on my level, you might not want to be in this video, man, because it'd be getting crazy out there. Yeah, I know, Gene. I watched everything. But I'm always down for women 
to be in these YouTube videos. Because people love to watch girls. Like, people love... I mean, you know, there's a lot of people yeah, that yeah, watch YouTube for the beautiful faces. It's just uh-huh. a fact. Like, it's... This day and age, of course, yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I'm... I'm I'm subject to that. Like, if a, and you don't even have to be. You could be anybody. If you want to come on, male, female, anything, like a dog, cat, <laughs> like a cat. I'd, li- I'd like a cat to be the co-host. People are pet lovers. I mean, the cat can't speak, but it could sure put on a show. Oh, yeah. for sure. I don't know if they can drink Coke, but it could have a good time. Yeah, it could. <laughs> for sure. It could be, be drinking some Coke, jump through a wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next question, my guy. What encourage you to what encourages you to make music? Oh, that's a good question. Thank I mean, you. I'd like to say I do so that people can stay positive and stay happy. I mean, there's a lot of negativity. Um, so a lot of times music is people's outlet to positivity and to happiness. So and it, a lot of people, you know, you might not like it, but at the end of the day there are some people that did like it and you know, I just like to see the smiles on the face. The encouragement. And I also personally like. So at the end of the day, if it's satisfying me and satisfying others, like I'm gonna keep doing it. And my main focus though is, I only started out being an artist because my later career path, I want to become a businessman, an artist and repertoire and talent manager at a major record label. So I thought, who would let someone manage them if they didn't know how it would feel to be an artist? Because it's just like a coach. If you've never played the sport, you're not gonna listen to someone that's never played the sport. You want to listen to someone that's been in those yeah, shoes as the athlete yeah, for sure, for sure. and had experience. Exactly. Got, so. gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I started. Now, the Coke is just because of, like, my caffeine addiction. It's a good taste. Like, I, that won't really have a workplace except I won't get headaches. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I know sometimes you perform at college. Do you plan having a quote on a court concert anytime soon? Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I'm open to perform at HMAC, anywhere, like, if anybody hit me up, I was thinking about doing a little, you know, a little tour, you know, maybe performing hair, so maybe some coffee shops, maybe scare some old people at coffee shops. Uh, I'm always down to do that. I mean, I don't know if like Thomas Brewery, St. Thomas Brewery, whatever you call St. it. St. Thomas like, Roasters, yeah. St. Thomas yeah. Roasters. I don't know if that uh, type of music I put out is, you know, really their cup of tea, but hey, I perform yeah. there. Yeah. I'll scream my heart out. Yeah. I like performing. I like, you know. I like uh, helping an audience. So doesn't matter yeah. where doesn't matter where uh, you're gonna rock it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't matter. I, it could be a retirement home. Oh yeah, yeah. I rock that. A cafeteria. Yeah. Inside of a dumpster. I mean, I did a whole coke talk inside of a uh, sewer. So I'm I'm with whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's interesting. Very interesting. Staying on the music topic, uh, who are some of your favorite old school artists? Ooh, I like that. Um. Are we talking about early 2000s, late 80s, early 90s? Like what, what kind of old school era? Because I don't, I know that there may be a younger audience here, so their old school is different than my old school. We just, we just need to know who got you to the man you are today because that's who we all strive to be. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Brady. I strive to be as well. Thank you. Um, I'd like to say I listen to a lot of Tupac. I know that's a little cliche, but yeah, yeah. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. Uh, yeah, obviously Lil Wayne you could consider old school uh, I listen to a lot of Wu-Tang you know Method Man Red Man Andre 2000 Outkast yeah. basically I listen to a wide variety of hip hop anything from underground like I really loved uh, Big L R.I.P. to a, someone that could have been a legend where well, is a legend but could have done so much more so you know I listen to a wide variety like Kanye West obviously is insane yeah I agree I like Kanye a lot but I listen like, to a lot like of new people, doing. too. 
a lot of new school artists as well. It's mm-hmm. nice. So this is a very interesting question. Uh, what's your all-time favorite song? Wow. Well, my ringtone, if anybody knows me, for the last six to seven years, I've been right above it by Lil Wayne and Drake. Oh, so nice. it could be that one just by default because I haven't changed the ringtone and it, it hasn't gotten old either. But so I'm just gonna say that one just for the sake of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a part. It's so, a part. It's a part of you now. Yeah. yeah, it is basically like I wake up in the morning and I think I hear it and I don't. I'd be like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> I could just be going insane, but you know, either way. So, uh, last question for you here, Dylan. Uh, where do you see your music career headed? Well, hopefully upwards and not downwards but yeah i'd like to i'd like to see myself you know averaging about like a thousand streams would be ideal uh just reaching as many people as i can uh any demographic any age group like i just want to i just want people to listen and people to enjoy and hopefully when i'm in the business people can see that i took that seriously or not seriously because i like to you know joke around and be a goofball i don't really take myself too seriously because Mm -hmm. you know when you take yourself too seriously, you just look like a goof anyways. Because nobody likes somebody that's all serious and uptight. Like, if you came up to me on the streets, I'm going to have a good conversation with you. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm not going to be like, whoa, wait, don't talk to me. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've met celebrities fair. and rappers. When they're standoffish, I don't have the best time. I'd rather someone be nice, maybe share a joke, a Coke with me. Like, it just makes more sense. Yeah. So, thanks for coming on, Dylan. You're Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, would you like to shout out shout out your SoundCloud or uh, yeah. YouTube before you go? Yeah, yeah. You can uh, find all of my uh, YouTube videos on the channel uh, Travis Games. Uh, my SoundCloud is at uh, Dello B and Little Dill, and you can add me on Snapchat at Little Dill Two. And all my all my social medias are the same thing. So if you want to have a conversation, I'm always willing to. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. And everyone needs to watch this podcast. Everyone. Yeah. Best podcast in PA. Best one. Easily. That's, that's and if you're not listening to this, I don't like you. <laughs> so, so again, thanks for coming on. This has thanks been episode five with Lil Dill, the rapper. And it's your host, Nick Keen, co-host Peter Feinberg and Brady Weaver. And we'll see you guys in the next episode on Thursday. We, we have another special guest. So, Have a good day, guys. Peace. Peace.